Well, good morning, podcasters. Welcome to Statscast. It is Saturday, the 21st of January, 2023. It is 8.18 in the morning. And you, oh, can you hear those pigeons? And it is a still and calm and cloudless morning. Uh, all that, I say calm, but uh, oh, goodness me, these pigeons, they're very happy this morning. Happy to be alive, aren't they, Rue? Um, yes, it's a cloudless, beautiful morning, but I say calm, but we may encounter some gusts because it's breezy. Uh, depending on where you are on the mountainside, this particular part of the mountainside is sheltered. Uh, we may come across in the more unsheltered areas some wind and I haven't got the muffler on the mic so apologies if we um, get some of that kind of wind noise into this podcast <laughs> I hope we don't so uh, it's been a while <laughs> as usual since our last podcast, hasn't it, Rue? But we have not been idle. No, no. <laughs> He's still on his leash, and uh, sometimes when he stops, uh, I don't realise, and we get to the end of his leash, and he pulls him backwards. Because he's a big boy. Big doggy, aren't you, Rue? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's 2023, guys. 2023. We're well into it now. And my usual start to the year is... Confusing 2023 with 2022 or whichever year we're we're moving into and I still call it the previous year for a month or two but no, I don't seem to be doing that this time. Got used to the new year already. Oh, can you hear that? It sounds like a little... Somebody trying to strike a match, doesn't it? (laughs) I'm not quite sure what that is. I think it's... I'm going to have to check, aren't I? it's quite loud hang on yeah it is the Eurasian black cap okay um, that was the Eurasian black cap sorry I just paused the recording for a moment there because I came across uh, Ray and his dog Freckles um, I think we're still on the intro aren't we really so we better get, move on but yeah that was it that thing that goes that sounds like somebody trying to strike a match unsuccessfully that's the Eurasian black cap. They have two different calls, and I didn't recognise that call. I know the other one. Uh, but now we know. It's a beautiful, tiny little bird. You know, you could hold it in the palm of your hand. And it has, a, a, like, a black marking on its head. Hence the name. A lovely bird. They've got quite a lot of them around here. Um, anyway, we are uh, we're marching off, aren't we, Rue? On our usual walk, it's a lovely day. It's very quiet because it's Saturday. Well, we'll be probably here, motorcyclists, because they love to race up this Ronda Road on a Saturday morning. But apart from that, no construction noise, which is one of the reasons I'm podcasting today. And, um, and uh, it's kind of beautiful to be alive today. 
Oh God, the, 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 you know, I know I go on about this too much, but the sky is it's just a beautiful sort of vibrant crimson on the, uh, on the horizon. Hang on, uh, here it comes. Uh, Ella. Uh, as soon as I started recording, Sorry, this is getting interrupted, this podcast. I just met with, um, oh God, another lady and her dog. <laughs> and uh, stopped for a chat there, if she wanted to have a chat. Rooney, poor chap, he was patiently waiting because we haven't got to his spot yet where he likes to do his business. And uh, <laughs> I turned around, and, sorry to be so, so crude, but he was doing his thing because <laughs> he couldn't wait any longer. So, uh, Rooney and I are, I'm carrying a little doggy bag with, uh, we'll get rid of this as soon as we can. Anyway, thank you for joining this podcast on this beautiful Saturday morning. And, uh, well, we'll, we'll move into the, um, the main section. Right, we're in the main section now, so thank you for bearing with me as I rather erratically get through this uh, introductory section into the main piece. So can you hear Rooney jingling beside me? Now, I'm up on the top. It's gorgeous. I can see... I see this sometimes. And there must be a mirror on the top of uh, the Rock of Gibraltar. Because when the sun comes up, <clears throat> it rises in the east, obviously it seems to reflect, really, sort of glittering reflection of the sun coming up. So they must have some big, I don't know what it is, on the top of the rock of Gibraltar, but I mean, from here as the crow flies, it's probably, it's probably a good 15 miles away, more maybe. But uh, yeah, I can see it. And then in the background behind the rock of Gibraltar, there's a bank of cloud. So obviously on the African coastline, it's not such a nice day because it's a lot of cloud over there, but there's no cloud here. It's good for us, isn't it, Rue? So, um, now it's something strange. <laughs> I, I don't know if, if you've sort of picked up occasionally I, when I walk past um, one particular area in, in the village, there's a, a house under construction that the construction has stopped and there's no um, uh, work being done there and it's been stopped for three or four months and uh, or probably longer M- much to the annoyance of all the neighbours because it's a sort of mess but anyway I, I, well, I just met with Ray and his dog Freckles the little uh, terrier <laughs> who really loves and um, Ray does a lot of painting jobs around the village so he knows you know, what's going on and uh, he said to me that the house behind it has um, lost its view because the, uh, the house under construction has gone up so high it's kind of blocked the view. And uh, my neighbour, one of my neighbours, has bought it. I said, well, wh- why would he buy it when it's now not got a view? He said, because he got it for a song. He said he wasn't bothered about the view. And um, he just needs more room for his family and kids when they come to stay. I said, well, that's amazing. I said, but what's going to happen with that house? He said, well, it was being built by a Russian guy 
whose bank account has been blocked because of you know the war in Ukraine, so he can't access his money. So <laughs> it, it, the construction work has had to stop because the builder's not been paid. <laughs> so that's a strange one, isn't it? The uh, the law of unintended or unexpected consequences. You know, the war in Ukraine has caused an eyesore in my village. <laughs> well, I don't know how we're going to overcome that. Perhaps we can buy it for a song ourselves and uh, finish the construction. There's a thought. There's a thought, Rue. Should, should we buy that? Here he comes. He's been hanging back, finishing off his business because he needed half of it. Sorry, this is crude, isn't it? Come on, good boy. Okay. Now, shall I tell you a ghost story? <laughs> Do you believe in ghosts? Well, here's a ghost story for you. Um, about three or four days ago, I was taking Rooney for a walk, uh, just about where we are right now, just around the corner, and it was pitch dark, because I, 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 I tend to take him early uh, during the week, like 7.30. Um, so what, the sun was nowhere near up, it was dark, very dark. And um, I was, here he comes, hello. And uh, I, was, I was walking along this road and uh, I was with Rooney, obviously. And I, I got to the, a point just around the corner here and I saw in front of me a guy. He, he seemed sort of like a tallish sort of guy. And uh, he had like a hat on, and uh, he was walking a few yards in front of me. Yeah, I'm just going to drop off this little package, which we don't want to be carrying that any further than we have to. Right, now my hands are free, much better. Um, so this guy was walking ahead of me, and uh, I, I, could see, I could see him sort of quite clearly, really, you know. Um, and uh, so I was sort of gaining on him and uh, I was, you know, just about to say, you know, buenos dias to him and uh, he suddenly it disappeared and then I saw, like he had like a dog or something with him and then just turned up into the embankment here and just vanished Oh my God. So I was staring at this thinking, what the heck was that? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was dark and early and sort of unclear. Anyway, I went back and I told Christine all about this. And uh, she was, oh no, that's scary. <clears throat> and anyway, um, the next day, I was out the same time, you know, early in the morning, dark, same sort of weather. And... Um, I uh, got to the same spot, a little bit sort of trepidatious, you know. I was wondering, am I going to see this thing again? And there it was, again, the same figure. And I thought, oh my God, and I stopped. And it stopped. And I moved forward to get a bit closer towards it, and it started to move forward. And then I looked behind me, and there's a lamp. <laughs> on the gate, the entrance gate to this particular section of, uh, of, of path. <laughs> the lamp was casting a shadow, my shadow, onto the embankment. What 
an idiot. <laughs> so I got spooked by my own shadow. I mean, you can't, you can't make it up, can you? <laughs> so yeah, no. So far, no hard evidence for ghosts, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, I feel such a fool. But it did make me think, you know, what the heck is that? But it's nothing. <laughs> okay, well, now let me paint a picture for you. Um, and, and well, in terms of temperature, it's about, according to my watch, it's about 12 degrees, which is very pleasant. I have a jacket on, but uh, in no way is it cold. And I'm looking into the side of the mountain across the valley, and it's bathing in golden morning sunlight. And uh, it's just, you know, a kind of a montage of green pine trees and fir trees and some uh, cork oaks and uh, villas just dotted around in various places. But, but what's really the sort of the overriding feature is the golden colour. Even though it's green and white and pink with the houses, it's this golden light that you get first thing in the morning <clears throat> as the sun breaks over the horizon. It's gorgeous. And uh, well, moving away from the road, you might be able to hear a little bit of the noise of a car going along the road there. And there are some pigeons just flapping away in the distance. Oh, there's one below me actually. <laughs> yeah, because we're high. And I'm you hear that? That's a blackbird. No, you probably didn't hear it a bit too far away. Pigeon, blackbird. Nothing really flash. But still, even the everyday birds are, 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 are you know, wonderful and lovely to listen to. Now, ooh, what's down there? A hole. Yeah, um, about a couple of mornings ago, I, I, I had this time of this is the time of year that you do all your pruning and uh, you know gardening sort of tidy up and uh, we have two rather large beautiful uh, bougainvillea trees or plants um, growing in our front terrace and they're lovely one's yellow one's pink but you know they're vigorous and, and they have to be cut back and uh, so I cut I, you know, pruned them both right back. So all the foliage, you know, uh, went, and uh, the wall they're growing up against behind them was exposed. And, uh, you know, I tidied away all the sort of fallen leaves and everything, so that this is just the soil on the, on, on the ground in the sort of flower bed where they grow from. And I was admiring my handiwork. <laughs> it was yesterday morning, or the morning before. And I heard something drop onto the ground, harder than a leaf. I thought, no, that's not a leaf, that's, that's too heavy for that. I looked down, and there was the head of a rather pretty snake. <laughs> Lovely, and he just slithered away quite gently into a crevice in, in the wall. But there's a wall that se se separates my house from my neighbor's house. And, 
a snake, a serpiente in Spanish. And, and my normal reaction to something like that would be to recoil in fear, but I, I didn't, I didn't, because I just thought, that's a gorgeous looking thing. It was kind of grayish black and, and slender. And um, it wasn't posing any threat to me. So, 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 so now, um, of course, Rooney, you know, he picks up on all these sort of uh, intruders in his terrace. And uh, there was, I shudder to, to tell you about it, but there was a rat which, you know, used to visit our terrace at night. <laughs> you know, and sometimes, you know, we, we would hear him. Uh, I didn't know it was a rat at the time. But we would hear something was rustling. And uh, Rooney would send Rooney into sort of fits, and he'd go hunting it. Anyway, I actually caught this rat. Uh, we, we won't go into that, because I think I've explained it in a previous podcast, but uh, caught that rat in, a, in the old-fashioned Tom and Jerry style rat trap. Um, uh, so, but we used to call it The Thing, <laughs> because we didn't know what it was. We just knew there was something, a thing, rustling around in the bush. And we'd say to him, where's the thing? Where's the thing? And he'd go chasing after it. Well, now we call the snake the other thing. <laughs> so we say to him, where's the other thing? And he goes chasing after it. In fact, he looked, looked at me when I said that then. Yeah, so we have a, a resident snake. I don't think it would ever come, you know, near a human. But uh, yeah, that's nature for you. Yes, yeah, so I'm now looking down into the valley and uh, Karen, the lady with her dog Ella, who I passed earlier in this podcast, uh, said to me that um, she'd just walked this particular path and she said, uh, the, the wild pigs are out. I said, really, this time of day? She said, yeah. I said, did you see it? Or them? She said, no, but uh, Ella did, her dog. So, yeah, I have seen them out here. And there's plenty of evidence of them because they sort of dig up the uh, soft soil. So I'm just looking into the valley, see if I can see any, any evidence of them. Well, there's plenty of evidence, but uh, any sign of them. No. Oh. Little, uh, what was that? Little, little robin or something just uh, flew overhead. And he gave us one cheap. Yeah. So a nice morning, very, very calm and uh, good for the soul, this kind of a day. Now surprisingly, we are going to meet an old colleague of mine. I don't mean old as in old person, I mean a, a former uh, from many years ago, who I used to work with. Um, called Nikki Mason. I haven't, I haven't seen her for probably 25 years, uh, I don't think. But um, once or twice, you know, we've sort of caught up with each other over Facebook or, or, or whatever. And uh, to my surprise, she is a fellow enthusiast, bird watcher, twitcher as they're fondly known, <laughs> twitching, bird watching, and um, she is coming to Spain on a pre-arranged bird watching tour. Uh, she's flying into Malaga and then she's going off on this 
and I didn't even know you could do this, but the, she's going off on an arranged tour to sort of see the wildlife and see the birds in the mountains. <laughs> and here I am living in the mountains, and I see them every day. But uh, yeah, so we're going to meet up with Nikki. Christina and I, I don't think Christina's ever met her, but Christina and I are going to go to Malaga. In fact, we're going to stay the night in Malaga. We've booked a, you know, a nice restaurant. I'm going to catch up with her. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time. She's retired and I've retired, obviously. Um, but uh, that'll be nice. And, uh, I, I, you know, I, it's, it's funny that I never knew she was interested in, in, in wildlife and bird life. And I don't think she would ever know that I was interested in wildlife or bird life. Because we, we were work colleagues and, you know, we taught work. So it will be interesting and fun catch up and talk about our hobby, <laughs> our, our, our shared hobby. And then I think she goes off, I think we're seeing her on the 31st, which I think is a, I think it's a Tuesday, and then she goes off on her trip. It'd be interesting. I might look into that because, uh, you know, I, I tend to sort of, well, I don't always walk on the same paths. But I do with you, Rue, because you won't walk on any other path. Great lump. But we have been walking on uh, on other paths, or I have. I might do it again tomorrow. Because one of the things we do, or I do, uh, for the village, and for myself, is I take people on hiking tours. Because, you know, I know uh, many of the uh, paths in the, in the area. And, um, you know, I, I go hiking. Usually on my own or with Christina. And then I thought, well, you know, other people might want to come. And um, it might be, it might be appreciated if I just tell people that I'm going hiking and, and uh, offer to take some people with me. And so I started to do that. And uh, it, it is popular, actually. I, I put a notice on our Facebook, a private Facebook uh, group that we have for the people who live in the village. And I just say, oh, I'm going to be going on a hike on Sunday. We'll leave at 10, be back at 12. That sort of stuff. Oh, Rue, don't, don't chase... I've seen something. I hope it's not those rabbits. There's a guy. That, what, what is it, Rue? God, he's after something. If it's rabbits, don't. Well, actually, whatever it is, don't. But particularly don't if it's those rabbits. It is. Yeah, so... Um, I hadn't taken people hiking for, you know, quite a while. And I thought... Um, well, I'll offer it on Sunday and see if anybody wants to come. And a lovely couple from Finland called Thea and uh, Juha, I think is the way it's pronounced. Uh, they signed up and they said, yeah, we'd, we'd like to come. And um, so we set off in my car and we went up to a lovely walk, actually, near... Um, on, on the far side of a mountain called Monte Mayor. But because they're sort of slightly older, well, not that much older, 
I'm beginning to wonder whether I'm forgetting that I'm getting old too. But, uh, ah, <laughs> right, I just bumped into another person. See, this is what happens when we come out later, Rue. We end up uh, bumping into all kinds of people. There's a lady called Suzanne who's very fit. She's just been jogging up here, renting for a whole day. <laughs> so, yeah, these rabbits. Oh my god, there's a rabbit hutch there. No wonder this guy has, uh, on, on the corner here, he's bought this house and he's inherited the rabbits with the house. He doesn't want them. So I think, oh my God, he's put a hutch there. Well, that's not gonna be very good. He's put a hutch out in the sort of garden on the side of the road here. And uh, it's not got any wire around it or anything, so they're basically running free. He's got to put some hay down for them. But I would say risky. There's a lot of uh, birds of prey around here. I think they're going to last. Poor things. There's a beautiful black rabbit and a, and a brown rabbit. Uh, we do see them up here, don't we, Rue? He has picked up, as he learns fast, that you should not chase those rabbits. <laughs> so he's, he's actually quite good now. When we go past, he just uh, he looks at them like, you know, if he wasn't here, I'd be after you. <laughs> don't you, Rue? Oh, yeah, so that's not really wildlife, is it? That's dom domesticated rabbits. But there are um, birds of prey. And, uh, well, I see them frequently. I'm not seeing any today. But there are a pair of kestrels that live, you know, very close. Ooh, pigeons. Um, and occasionally, you will see bigger birds. There's uh, a black cap. You will see bigger birds. Particularly common are the griffin vultures. I like them. <clears throat> They're large. They can weigh up to 10, 12 kilos. And uh, they like to sort of play on the thermals. And uh, booted eagles. You see those occasionally. They're lovely looking birds. I haven't seen anyway. Just getting treated to a chorus of pigeons. But uh, not much else. So this is kind of, there's a hint of spring. I mean, it's still winter, well, winter. If you can call this kind of weather winter, it's so mild. But there is a hint of spring. The um, the pruning's been done and everything looks like it's just had a haircut, you know. <laughs> sort of smart. You know how you feel when you just had your hair cut? Well, the men I'm talking about. Ladies, you, you don't have the same feeling. <laughs> when you've just had a haircut, you probably... <laughs> uh, yeah, that must be a completely different feeling. Perhaps when you just had your hair done. <laughs> but there is definite promise of the summer in the air we've been you know touch wood we've been very lucky not even had much rain we will get rain but um we haven't really had much i think the last time i podcast it 
it had been raining or it was raining. But that's, that's been about it, you know, we've had four or five days of rain. And uh, back to this, you know, absolutely beautiful, clear sunshine. It was so nice that yesterday, Christian and I, what, what we like to do on a Friday is treat ourselves <clears throat> to a meal. And we've, you know, we've found there are plenty of places you can go. Very affordable, you know, so we like to try and limit our spending to about 50, 60 euros, including a bottle of wine. And then yesterday, we were, we thought, oh God, it's so gorgeous. We'll, we'll, we'll go down to the shore and uh, go to a restaurant with a sea view. And we came across what, we know it, but we haven't been there because we thought it's a bit pricey. But we came upon El Ancla, the anchor, which is right on the sea. And uh, we thought, shall we? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> so we went in and uh, they've got this beautiful um, covered terrace. Over, it's almost overhanging the sea. And you look out on the Mediterranean and the sea was a little rough actually. So there were breakers and it was, it was quite atmospheric and uh, really lovely. So we, we looked at the menu and God, you know, 88 euros for you know, langoustines and that kind of stuff. Oh God, perhaps we shouldn't have come here. And then Christine said, you know, all I really want is the house salad. I said, oh, okay. I said, well, you know, I don't really want a big expensive meal either. And uh, <laughs> sometimes I can go, I can go awfully down market. <clears throat> it's my farming roots. And I saw green peppers, fries and two fried eggs. I thought, ooh, that appeals to me right now. And it was only like 10 euros. I thought, ah, that's what I'll have. So she had a salad, but well, it was only 10 euros, about eight euros, and I had a, you know, fried egg and chips. <laughs> and uh, we got out of there for like, well, with a bottle of wine. I think it was like 40 euros. <laughs> Amazing. And that's a posh restaurant. So you can, you know, if you're, you know, retired and living on a budget, you don't have to, you know, punish yourself. You can treat yourself. And it was after, actually, a rather good hour and a half's um, very competitive paddle tennis. We've got a good club going now where we had eight people. Eight, eight people in total. Um, playing paddle tennis together. Ooh. Oh, 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 it's Lilo and Stitch, hi. <laughs> this way. Come on, Lou. Two little Spanish water dogs. Come on, this way, Lou. Oh, coming across everybody today, aren't we, Lou? But yeah. Um, so we have, played at quite a good level, I would say. I don't know, I'm not trying to boast or anything, but you know, quite the competitive level of paddle tennis um, for an hour and a half. And we do that most Fridays, weather permitting, which it usually does. And uh, I really enjoy it. Christina organizes it, again, for people in the village. And it's, it's lovely. So that, that we, we usually play like 10.30 to 12. 
and then we come back, shower up and uh, go and uh, find somewhere nice to have lunch. And it is really enjoyable. And, uh, well, now, what's your New Year's resolution and have you stuck to it? <laughs> Be honest, have you? <laughs> Does it involve alcohol or, or the lack of it? Yeah, well, I had two. Um, one was to uh, cut down on uh, drinking too much alcohol. Well, I don't know if I have achieved that. But I, I did one day, the 1st of January, without anything. <laughs> Made it to the second, that was it. <laughs> then, ah, yes, the guys are fixing up the, uh, the terrace, good. Um, sorry, I'm just getting distracted. The, uh, the maintenance guys are doing some work around one of the swimming pools here, which is good. Fixing all the broken tiles and repainting it. Great stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, my other New Year's resolution was stay fit. Stay fit? Well, get fit, first of all, and then try and stay fit. Ah, wait, wait. Ooh, I just saw a kestrel just <laughs> flying underneath. There's a big crane. There was a kestrel just flying un underneath it. Like he's gone out of sight now, so I can't tell you about him. But yes, um, trying to keep fit. So I sort of got off to a faltering start. And, uh, you know, we've got a spin bike, so uh, I did spin one day. And then, you know, we got to like the end of the first week of January and I hadn't done anything more. But then last week I thought, no, 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 no. You know, I, have no I need to strengthen up. So, uh, yeah, I've been sticking rigorously every day during the week doing a tough 40-minute spin, plus all Christina's, you know, fitness classes and all that sort of stuff, and feeling the benefits. Really, you know, you do feel the benefit. After just five or six days of, of regular exercise, you feel, I feel like a new person. You know, my legs are stronger, my lungs are better, and I've been checking my blood pressures down, you know, all good. So that's... That's definitely a feature of 2023 that's going to, going to stay. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah, so, <laughs> have you been doing anything like that? <laughs> you probably have. <laughs> or maybe not. Probably fit enough as it is. Now, we'll go around this way. We should probably go into the clothes room as we're getting sort of close to the house now. No, you know, I'm going to go this way. All right, so uh, we'll, I'll, I'll uh, sign off for the main section and go into the close. All right. Well, I'm, I'm talking quietly again now because we're back in the village and nobody's up yet. It's nine minutes past nine. Well, nobody's out. I've met a few people, haven't I? But not many people are up. Most people are still sleeping. It's Spain. There's a nice little chorus of birds here. You hear them? Little blue tits and robins and oh, lovely. 
and a loud motorbike. <laughs> but we have to put up with that. So, I think, oh, a couple of, uh, can't quite see what they are. <laughs> they are having a little tussle in a bush together. I think they're blue tips. There they are, they're fighting or playing. And you've seen me, oh, there they go. <laughs> so, I think on that note, I will say thank you very much indeed for listening to this podcast and joining Ru and I. And I uh, hope you're enjoying your January and we'll talk again soon. <laughs>